Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, welcome back to week five of Landlocks. I am live from the Wild Rose Casino. We are fueled by Cody Road. Of a Cody Road beside me once again is in a Kentucky mule. It is delicious. I get to get that new gold bottle from Cody Road. You all should check it out. Like I said, we are sponsored by Wild Rose Casino out of Emmitsburg, Clinton, and Jefferson. Awesome sports books there in town. If you're looking for a weekend away, go gamble and hang out in a sports book. You've been all kinds of fun things. NFL, college football, harness racing, which is a hell of a drug. And I'm joined by Shantez and T- Jake. I'm Ted. We're going to get back in the week five. We're a Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We're in lock where we discuss mostly the Big Ten and the Big 12 lines. And this week, they are big. Some very big lines all across the board. Yeah, it is a spread them wide Saturday on the lines. That sounds bad. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> all right, but before we get into week five, uh, Jake is going to go through how we did last week. I don't believe we deserve any funeral bagpipes, so uh, no one got sure? too bloody. I don't know. I, I, was, I, I pulled a Thanos. I was equal. How bad were you? <laughs> I, I wasn't equal. I'll tell you that. Neither was Tez. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean ac- across the board, I, th- I actually think we basically ended up 500 between the four of us. But uh, so Ted went three and three uh, with uh, losing Oregon team total over 45 and a half. It was up. They were up 42 nothing with 25 minutes left to go in that game. 25 minutes. Yeah, they don't they come out at halftime being like, we're not taking the foot off the gas. We're going to put him in the grave and then just stop. Just stop. <laughs> like punk ass Donald Duck itches. <laughs> also losing BYU plus nine and a half. And or, did Oregon State not cover? Do I have uh, they were favorites and they lost. So oh, that's right. Sorry. Kind of hard to cover when you lose. Cover. Uh, so yeah, Oregon State minus three, uh, but one App State Wyoming under forty three and a half. Oh my God, Iowa we... Penn State under forty. No, we can't because we got to go talk about the rest of them. All right, we're coming Washington, back. Washington minus twenty and a half. Uh, I went two and three, losing Southern Alabama minus fifteen. That was bad. Uh, Penn State team total <laughs> under twenty six and a half. Okie State Iowa State under thirty six and a half. That was also bad. That was over in the first half. Oregon minus, and then I won, uh, Oregon minus 21, and Florida State minus 2.5. Thank God for winning on a field goal at the end. Uh, Tez going 1-3-1 and one with our first push of the season. Uh, Okie yeah. State plus 3. Ohio State, Notre Dame over 55.5. Uh, Louisiana Tech, Nebraska over 47.5. Pushing Hawaii minus 3. And his lone win, Wazoo Moneyline. Um, Chris Williams went 3-2, and two, uh, losing UConn, plus 21.5. Texas Tech, minus 6. Winning Florida State, minus 2.5. BYU, Kansas, over 40 or 54.5. And Maryland, minus 
So go back to whatever game you want to so talk about. So in case you didn't watch the Wyoming Appalachian State game, Appy State's going not. up. They're up <laughs> 19 to 14. They're getting ready to kick a field goal from the Wyoming 29. It's blocked. Return for a touchdown. Makes it 2019. The over under was what 44? No, it was it was it was lower than that. 43 42. and a half. 43. Why, Wyoming goes for two, misses a two. We're still saying at 39 points. Appalachian State gets down to the Wyoming. 20. All they got to do is sit in the ball, kick a field goal, they win. We we push. Those interception. Lose 20 to 19. This is what <laughs> betting unders is fun. It's sweaty. Sure, fun. <laughs> like, nothing like screaming at a field goal that gets blocked. And I said cheering for it. You're screaming the dude just to fall down. Just get down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm glad when we won, except they need to lose this week so we don't lose that Fox window for the TCU game. All right. We are here. We are week five. Like we said earlier, um, there's a lot of big spreads in the uh, Big 12 and Big 10. I think our boy Gookin pointed out today in the chat that there's only one in each conference that's single digits. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not even it's not even just Big 10 and Big 12. I think across the board, uh, it's just pretty big spreads across like power five conferences i'm just gonna resist the urge to make an inappropriate joke there i've already burned that bridge all right pulling up circa um to discuss some games we're gonna start on thursday night except i'm only gonna start for a minute because once again and i love circus my favorite app, betting app of choice um it's out of order again which is fine also before i get too far bet rivers i went four and one beat mike uh I don't know how to pronounce his name. Hylas? Hylas? Yeah, I can't pronounce that. Got Andrew Downs this week, though. <laughs> I'm putting a body bag. Downs, I'm coming for you. I'm going to win me a trophy. I beat them with five unders last week. You want to guess the under that didn't hit? <laughs> uh, I have an idea. The under that I ended up chasing multiple times that day, it's uh, my beloved he, Iowa State Cyclones. He, he got a he got a, a real good reply on me after that game. So Yeah, he, uh, oh yeah, because he had Iowa State in the over. Good yeah, for him. I, call, I called him blind, and then, uh, yeah. I'm going to be mean because I'm playing him this week. It was the only bet he made. Only bet he won. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Call me out. All right. Thursday night. We have Thursday night action. What else is going on Thursday night? Lions and Vikings, right? No one cares about those teams. Top of the NFC, NFC North, who cares? What's about Mid-Tennessee State versus Western Kentucky? Over-under 61. Western Kentucky is a seven-point favorite. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the silence is uh, deafening there. I have no idea either. Uh, I think I would, just off the top of my head, I was thinking Western Kentucky maybe, but I don't have any reason or anything to put behind that, to be honest well, with you. I'm here to help you, because I know how much you love trends, Jake. This game has gone over the last five times in Bowling Green. The over-under is 61. We're hitting that over. Over 61. Interesting. Temple at Tulsa. Tulsa's three-and-a-half-point favorite over-under is 55-and-a-half. This week, uh, Gukin is uh, giving me a lot of first-half, first-quarter trends. I think he's just kind of bored, which is fine. He has twins on the thing. way. It's his thing. 
He's going to not be bored soon enough. Um, well, and he's finally got sample sizes for the year. So, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, the first step over is his bet. Man, both these teams have gone under three of four games this year. And also, t- Tulsa's trailed in the end of the first quarter in 11 of their last 12 games. Hmm. That seems like a gross thing to bet. That is some true sicko shit right there. I mean, the, literally the only thing I see on on the sheet here is yeah, the fact that they're both one and three against the over. So, um, I don't think there's enough. There's probably not enough action on this to actually go with any of these numbers, and they don't. The percentages don't really stand out either. So, probably be about the only thing I'd say is maybe just maybe just the under game under. I mean, you don't talk me into an under. Love me a good look at week nine oh, under. We, we know. Good week nine under when the teams don't want to be there. They're tired, slow, like, you know, short week of rest. Yeah, neither of these teams cover with a shit either. Can't wait to bet them. <laughs> All right. So we do actually do have some uh, fun Friday night games. Um, If you want to hit that Tom Sizemore drop, though, even though these are don't really matter because we're going to bet them anyways. Yeah, I don't know where that one's at. All right. <laughs> Utah goes to Oregon State as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Over-under is 44-and-a-half. Give me the beeves. Minus three-and-a-half. We don't even know who the Utah quarterback is. As Cam well, Rising played yet, they won 14-7 last week. He didn't play last week. Um, See, it's 50-50 to play winning. this week. Yeah, I know that it sounds like they're – sounds like he's trending towards playing – Man, eighty-five percent of the the money on forty-five percent of the bets on Oregon State. Huh. I know they didn't cover last week. They lost to Washington State, but I feel like this is a game they win. Yeah, Utah hasn't covered yet. Um, they covered last week for UCLA. They won fourteen-seven, right? Sure didn't. Wait, why is this not? Oh, that's the total. Whoops. Sorry, that was on the total. So they've they've went under. Utah's went under in every game so far, but Oregon State's three and one against the over. Uh, yeah, two one and one for Utah against the spread. Two and two for Oregon State. I think I yeah I think I would probably just hope that Cam Rising is even if he does play isn't up to snuff and take the home team and the, play the points. And I feel like if you like Oregon State, by the time you listen to this, you probably should bet it because if Rising's out, I bet it jumps at least a point. Am I wrong? Um, I th- I, I honestly, I'm guessing they I, have that built into he's not. Playing. I think that I think this line is probably saying he's not playing. Like that, there. That's how the line's laid out right now. Right. Because I think if if you're gonna if they're gonna say that like a a good cam rising is playing. I think it, it swings a point or two closer to a pick, but <laughs> give me that over. We can get there. It's only 45 points. I got 44 on circa. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying we only do 45. Yeah. yeah 44 and a half. 45, 45 and we cash. Come on. A chip, not chip Kelly. Who, who's the coach of the UCLA? Chip uh, Kelly's Chip, at UCLA. Yeah, Chip Kelly. Yeah. All right, I get him on that guy that murdered kids at LSU. I mean, he murdered kids in Notre Dame, but he's coach at LSU now. <laughs> <laughs> get them confused. 
And that team only scored seven. A Chip Kelly offense scored seven on Utah. Just give me the, give yeah. me the beefs and the points. You know, let's yeah, go. I, I think I'm good with that. That's where I'd play that. All right. Late night game. Cincinnati goes to BYU. Over under 48. I'm going to resist to make the resistors make a terrible joke. So let's discuss this game. So, Jake, you're one about the numbers. This game started out as BYU is like a, what, two and a half, three point favorite? And now it's strong uh, yeah, for I think, Cincinnati. I've got I've got an initial open at a point and a half, but the like when most people could have seen it a week ago or whatever, it was uh, it was like three three and a half um, in that range, and it's swung all the way up to to two. Um, that it, there there's something I think I'm kind of surprised we haven't really heard anything today, but there's got to be something that comes out like tomorrow or Friday during the day an injury or something because five points is like almost unheard of especially yeah. at, when you're when we're this far into the season you're not talking about a book completely missing a number and and it getting bet one way that hard uh, and i don't reason. know enough about byu to be to know who that would be i don't know either yeah that's you've got on by DraftKings site they say you know three days ago it was BYU minus three, minus three and a half. Yeah. And that's in three days. Yeah. You swing five and a half points. Totals drop two points, which that's, you know, early in the week, you can drop a total in two points without much. But um, certainly on the spread, that's a, that's significant. There, I think and, you know, there's got to be something there that. And as far as like the numbers go and like action is not. Um be all end all the number has to be the number bets have to be put in for it to be tracked on here but you're only only i mean it's still i like the split but you're you're only talking about a 51 percent money versus 32 percent bet percentage um for cincy so it's not like for some reason we're seeing like a 10 percent of bets with 75 percent of the money or something that would signal like just insane amounts of money coming in on Cincinnati to swing at five points. So right. there's got, there's something there that sharps have jumped all over. And mind you, selfishly, I want BYU to win this game. I want Cincinnati in full quitting on the team mode. Come the weekend of me and Sean are in Cincinnati to watch Iowa state play. I don't need them to have any guy like good feelings. I need them just walking in, hating their lives. So let's go ahead and pick BYU to win the game. Money line. And I hate it. And you probably should wait to whoever the bold strategy, it. Cotton. I think I would probably just. I think that line has moved. It might move a little bit more once new, like if news comes out. But man, you're ta- if it's swung that hard, I don't know how much further it's it can swing. So you might just wait and see if any, you know, what we hear. And uh, and Professor Gukin has uh, the first half over has hit in eight of the last twelve with these teams. So. But mind you, since the last twelve between the two, uh, no, like not between them, but of their combined last six games. But Cincinnati is zero and four on the over full game, so they're both they're both three and one on the over uh, this season. So they do tend both tend to go over. So I mean, take that for what it is. So is he wrong? He says Cincinnati hasn't had a full, hit a full game over on the season. He says they're zero four. Uh, 
as long as you get people the right things. I don't put them in the right. I mean, he can be I mean, wrong. It's according to DraftKings. Yeah, they're. Um, uh, I think this this might be messed up because yeah, it's not matching. No, no, it is. Yeah, they're three and one. Was, yeah, against Miami. Yeah, uh, over under was forty four. There were. 55 points. They went over against Eastern Carolina or Eastern Kentucky, over against Pitt, over against Miami of Ohio, and then under against uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Man writes trends for a reputable website like the Tailgate <laughs> Society, and he can't even get them right. And then BYU's went over the last three. They went under in the first game against Sam Houston State. So maybe he means their team total. Either way. Could be team total. I'm going to fire him. He's not getting paid anymore. He's fired. We're no longer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to burn his paycheck in front of him. Duke, and you're done. When the F did we get a paycheck? Oh, <laughs> he gets paychecks because he. Yeah. Anyways, ignore what I said. He definitely does not get paid. <laughs> <laughs> He's got twins coming. He needs the money. Yeah, he does. He uh, Poor bastard. Good for him. All right. Congrats on the sex. All right. <laughs> USC versus Colorado. Currently, USC is a 21.5 point favorite over under 73.5. This is the flyover of the week. It is at 10 a.m. Colorado time, 9 a.m. California time. Over. Nice. And I hate it. I also want to say over. Man. The, the, once it, I mean, it's. I. Mm. <laughs> I, I I had the same feeling last week, but the the and it was it was basically the same. Like, can Colorado do something? Can they put up like right. three touchdowns or a couple couple touchdowns and a couple field goals type? Can they put or, up twenty yeah, points? Something? Can you put yeah. points? And on they the board? didn't last week, so I think Travis Hunter's probably going to play. Oregon's defense think... is a lot stouter than USC's defense. That, that's probably true. Um, I. I Still, yeah, I still have my reservations. I mean, I'm betting the over, and I hate it. I literally hate it. Like, I just because boy, yeah, I. You need USC to get fifty burger, and I'm I'm afraid they're not gonna. Oh, I think they will. I just, well, I, yeah. I just don't know if Colorado is gonna do the, do right. enough. Like, I I'm in that same mode I was last week of. I think USC. Covers this twenty one and a half. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm fighting you there. I think Colorado. I think Colorado's. I think Colorado's covers this. Just because USC's yeah, defense is hot trash. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I know USC isn't trotting out there. I don't know, think USC's covering anyone winners, this year. But have they? Well, let me sh- let me tell you. If didn't they win by like a billion last week? USC and Colorado gone over. Oh no, they didn't. USC Four, is two one and two one. on against the spread as well as Colorado. Uh, USC has gone over uh, three of their four games. Colorado's two and two. Um, yeah, I mean, looking at USC, it's like I I I don't know what to take from any of it. It is it is interesting that uh, they gave up twenty eight to Arizona State last week. Uh, I would think if Arizona State can put up 28, then Colorado should be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, especially if I, I, I think Travis. I really do think Travis Hunter should be yeah. back. So Dion says he's not playing. Uh, did he already proclaim that he's not playing? Yeah, I listened to a few podcasts and they said Dion says he's not playing. 
I th well, okay, but that's pretty early in the week to just be flat out proclaiming that when the kid wants to play. Let's Google the uh, old X website because that's what it's called these days. Um, Twitter. It's called Twitter. I know. It's, I'm just being a dick. I don't want Elon to cancel. I mean, me. I mean, he he might not, but I I yeah. I I just but that is also the level of headlines. It's I agree with you that he he's obviously a game changer, but I don't know that he's a. 14 to 17 point game changer no no um, I, I i'm not gonna say that he would swing it even seven but like man having a, a kid like that or not having him on, oh, on that sure. team is like a, on an offense is a pretty big deal even if you only let him play what like let him play on offense or whatever like yeah i think betting colorado games is just gonna be a real i don't i don't know yeah. that i i can take I could trust and take Colorado to cover uh, against that talent, you know, a team like USC. 73 but. is so many points. It's so re- I mean, I'm, I'm already there. I'm, I, like, I, that's where I, I've i been thinking I was going to be at. So, I think it's up to Sean if he wants to go with true bad boys and we'll get that play. I, I, I will not commit to it at this moment. Jake could just, join us last week, but he had decided just to fight the fight the tide. I don't know that I'm gonna. Fi- I, I'm. Oh, man. <laughs> so many points. Like just, right. I mean, I, that, that's I'm, how I f- listen. Last week, let me actually address this. Last week, <laughs> the under was, or the over was how I felt the whole time, and then you guys both went under, and so I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna just stick with it." I, I, I'm a I wish touch on the under, over. but yeah, I'm. I'm like fifty-two forty-eight on this. Right, I have no. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm talking about these games. I'm gonna be at Chuck E. Cheese's all day. I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> me and uh, the animatronics to keep you up. <laughs> me and uh, me and four eight-year-olds, eleven-year-old, and an ex-wife driving two hours to Chuck E. Cheese and two hours back. Yeehaw. Van leaves at noon. We get home just in time to watch Iowa State get their asses kicked by Oklahoma. Anyways, I'm not actually. I actually don't think that. Um, Penn State. Definitely give me the under. I'm just going to say that for now. <laughs> that may change by the time we post the graphic. Yeah. <clears throat> Penn State, 27 point favorite at Evanston. Over under is 46 and a half. I believe someone posted the Northwestern team total was eight and a half in the chat earlier. That was a that was a that was a Gukin. Gukin wrote me that. He thinks that's his bet. He thinks Northwestern does not score over eight and a half. I'm not uh, touching yes, it. Yes, it is eight and a half. Uh, with a little bit of juice on the over. Give me this. Yeah, give me this over. Because Penn State might do it alone. Man, that's and then on yeah. top of that, if you can even give me three six. 10 points out of Northwestern. Like 10, 10, 10 might be pushing it. Buddy. Well, like that's... I, I understand that, but weird things happen. Um, what, it, Cause I, not the, God, the takes that I'll be out there flying. If Northwestern scores any points on Penn state after Iowa didn't. Oh, can't wait. Be I, I, I think, I, I think I just want well, I think Penn state. Penn I think state I just want to lay the points on Penn state last week. I, it's yeah, it's, like honestly, like I, Penn State against a good defense, 
Now, listen, the defense didn't get any help from the rest of the team last week against Iowa, but Penn State can, like, they might very well put, and they probably will put up close to 40 by themselves, and I don't think Northwestern scores many points. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I don't have any idea. Like, I just, Penn State, I feel like, who they got? Yeah, this this is their double bye, right? They would, they only have a bye week next week, and they have a nobody. Is it UMass week after? Yeah, they have UMass. After yeah, that. this this is this is what we were talking about, right? They have basically yeah. a month off. They yeah. play Northwestern bye, and then their their non con against then UMass. Yeah, then UMass, and then they get Ohio State. Yeah, so Penn, Penn State is also four and zero on the season. ATS Northwestern um, might be looking forward to Howard. Northwestern's though, so, two and two. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's one man. If Northwestern can't beat one man, <laughs> Northwestern so. is also three and one against the over. So that's interesting. yeah. It's, I think Jake's right. I think you just take Penn State in the points. Like it's like they're just gonna get. They're gonna walk through on this yeah. and just yeah, womp them. Did you see that shit? Someone tweeted out. Um, Penn State's been practicing with zero with music. No sound. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> So that, this game has 5,700 bets tracked on action, which is a decent amount at this point. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not great, but give me, so I will tell you that the under has a massive money percentage versus bet percentage lead. Oh, oh I can imagine right. that. How much do you think, like what the split is, the difference in the two? Oh, I bet what you're probably looking at. 85% of the money on like what 45% of bets 97% of the money oh my god versus 27% of the bets Jeez. is on the under <laughs> i just that is that is massive i i'm i'm really curious to see how that how that changes or what that ends up as we approach saturday and and get more uh, i more can tell you that it costs you $19 to get in the door to this game Quite a bit more than it cost you to get into the Iowa over so close. Oh, we've got we've got plenty of time. Are they supposed to have tornadoes there too? Or <laughs> um, and then it turns into a beautiful day. I'm so glad I went. Well, you have some eleven. Yeah, I, I wish I took my kids there, but then again, I'm like they probably got bored somehow because they're young and they don't like sports. You know, like playing sports. Um, I do want to touch on these two quick games real quick. Florida and Kentucky. Florida is at one and a half point underdog, and I'm only talking about those games because everything else is huge spreads. Florida is a one and a half point underdog they have not lost three games against kentucky in a row since like the 1940s um i kind of like florida here yeah and but Clemson, they also hadn't lost to kentucky for like 33 straight I, years and then kentucky in this spot that's fine go for it um i do like the under um clemson is a six and a half point favorite at syracuse um give me the orange man i think they cover this spread, and i actually think they might win the game you know either one of those two games for either one i, I don't I don't trust Syracuse football for anything ever. Um, it's in the Carrier Dome. With that, I promise you that does not help their case. Um, no, I, it's, I always like – I mean, if I can dog on Florida, I like to dog on Florida because – All the all of the everything is on it's Syracuse fun. to cover at this but point. Goodness. They're going to. So you're saying just money line at this point. I'm telling you. I mean, I mean, my, I get, we discussed pre-pod. This is where I got to start taking notes. On I mean, we've e- we've even got not that it's it's not over the fifty percent threshold, but 
as of right now, let's see what the number of bets is. I mean, this is 6,900, 6,900 nice. bets tracked. Yeah, nice. And Super nice. 6,900. We've got, we've got a 39% of money on 22% of bets is on Syracuse Moneyline. But, so, I mean, that it's trending that people, In that people area, are thinking yeah. that, I mean... It's uh, and it, like I said, every basically everything. The world needs a twelve and zero Syracuse Orange men in the ACC. Well, the world that. needs it. Yes, we do. Let's... Yes, we do. All right, Minnesota's eleven point favorite at home against Louisiana. Minnesota, who lost Northwestern, I've been told last week. Over under is forty eight and a half. Don't know. Raging Cajuns covering that spread. We know the rules. You fade PJ Fleck. That's that's just that's how we do. That's how we bet. <laughs> is it? Is that, is that the rules? Minnesota hasn't covered a spread all year. Oh, then I'm uh, in. Louisiana Lafayette has covered one of their four. <laughs> so <laughs> so by default they're the better team. <laughs> by default. Every time I look about the raging Cajuns, like it's a restaurant I'd like to visit. <laughs> oh, this game does not have enough bets for me to even look at these percentages, but there's because no one wants to watch this eleven o'clock game when it's large, so much more fun. large lean on money for the Raging Cajuns to cover, but it doesn't mean much at this point. So, Raging Cajuns sounds like an appetizer you get at some Applebee's in Minnesota because it would not be in the South; it'd be somewhere far away from the South. All right, I do want to touch on this. How is A and M a six point favorite against Arkansas when their quarterback got hurt and is done for the season? Give me the hogs. Um, sure. <laughs> that Jerry World, man. Jerry World went. I, I feel like Arkansas covers the spread a lot. And also, it's at it's at uh, his stadium, and he went to Arkansas, so the fix is in. None of this makes sense. Don't listen to me. What do I say? I, listen to what I say. Don't do what I do. Something like that. All right. Michigan, 17-point favorite at Nebraska. Over-under is 39. I think it's going to be my sicko under of the week. Oh, boy. Are you sure about that? I am sure about that. You sure about that? <laughs> That's a drop we need right there. Yeah, we do. Uh... There's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of drops we could pull from those clips. Yeah. You're slacking. You didn't hit me on my sicko under. But, yeah, like, it I is. feel like... They've hit the under in the first half over the past year. That's not even a stat, Gookin. First half unders hit nine of the last 12 games. Michigan's hit the first half under of 10 of the last 14. That's fine. Full game under. It's going to be 36 0. <laughs> I don't yeah, think my, I agree my, with that. My, yeah, my concern on, on that. Oh, man. How many bets are on this? Because there's a lot of money percentage on Yeah. 9,700 bets. Uh, come on, Action App. Work with me here. Stop it. Come on, computer. 80, 80, the 80, has 80%, the 80% of 80% of Do they? On, 20, on 25%. Do of they? Bets. You sure about that? <laughs> I'm not saying score uh, a lot. I mean, but so the thing is, and this always scares me, like, 
you look at these and you're like, oh yeah, like these teams should go under. Michigan, 0-4 versus the over. Nebraska, 1-3. You get two teams together and then you get these totals and it's like, well, all it takes is, basically all it takes when you look at look at that is like a quick score and bad field position for a team for a touchdown. Was it over under last week that Michigan cashed? It was like 44, right? Uh, 44 and a half. They went under. And mind you, the, I watched it in that game. Rutgers was down to 10, and they couldn't get in the end zone. That was that was quite the sweat. Um, I'm not yeah, sure I'm locking I, it in, but I'm leaning towards. I mean, I'm leaning towards my sicko. I'm about, I don't I'm know. About, I don't know. Maybe back out of sicko. Nebraska hasn't played anybody to tell me that they're going to be able to score on Michigan. Is the thing, but also like Michigan might just because it's Nebraska, they might lay 40 points on them. They played Rutgers at home right. last week. Yeah, but that was, that was just the Jim Harbaugh warm-up game. This is at now Nebraska. Full, at Nebraska. Full Jim Harbaugh. This is 17-13. No. I, what? That's what I said. I think Nebraska. They gave up 14 points to Louisiana Tech last week. <laughs> what are you Nebraska. talking about? Yes. Okay, we'll find out. We'll Mich- find out. Michigan has not scored less than 30 points. What's all Nebraska's year. team total here? What do you think? What do you guys bet? Nine and a half? Uh, they're implied. Has to, yeah, I mean, it has to yeah, be. It's, it's got to be eight and a half, nine and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah, I was going to say right around. Over there. ten and a half is plus one, 105. Yeah, I, I think I would take Michigan's to- team total over and Nebraska's team total under. Right. Ten and a half. That's- Buck still hits the under then. That's, I'm, yeah, I'm just hitting that over. <laughs> you know that's fine. I, like I, said, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't pulled into this completely. I can still I pull that, out. I think that's a not. Yeah, that's a nine to. I mean, yeah, I think Michigan's oh, gonna do all they can to put points on them. Because you know pulling out's a pretty, pretty proven technique. Anyways, uh, Kansas and Texas. Kansas is plus sixty and a half over under one hundred percent of the time, right? <laughs> Jesus. Says the only guy on the podcast with kids. I mean, <laughs> Jesus believes in the pullout in that uh, process. Um, anyways, Catholicism. All right. <laughs> it's Catholicism. But Whatever. Try. Same thing. <laughs> they all employ priests. I wouldn't trust babysit my kids. All right. <laughs> Kansas, 60 and a half. <laughs> Over on there is A61. <laughs> I, I have the over and I have Kansas to cover. Kansas to cover. Huh? Did I? Uh, I think if you uh, <laughs> make me bet uh, the total, that I would go over. Um, I, I would lean because it's at Texas that Texas, man, I. I I hey, like Oklahoma the, next I, week. I, I do Oklahoma really. Next week. Yeah, you, you have the look ahead. Um, man, it being at Texas scares me to bet Kansas to cover. I yeah, I do I, like dear. I do like Kansas to cover, but mm, I don't know. The high at kickoff is ninety six degrees. It's a dry heat. <laughs> That's what they said about Vegas, and I still sweated my nuts off. And lost much money. All right. So here's what Gukin has to say about this. Professor Gukin, Dr. Gukin. I'm probably sure I forget like what his actual PhD is. 
Kansas and Texas have hit the over in three straight games with the winning team scoring at least 50 points Ooh. in each game. Wow. Texas's team total is 38 and a half, while Kansas sits at 21 and a half. I think he's telling us about the team total on both. Man, so last year, Texas took it to Kansas. Just, that we lost was, money on that. We were all on Kansas in that game, and it went bad. Yeah, Kansas at that point, yeah, they, they kind of, it kind of went off the rails after their start. The year before that, do you remember what that total was? No. You didn't tell me. 57 to 56. I was right. That's when Kansas won. Kansas won. Yeah. Yep. The year before that, or two two years before that, 2019 was 50 to 48. Texas won. So the over. Yeah, I mean, if you're like on the total, I would definitely lean over. Um, I do like Kansas is kind of a trendy pick to cover at this point. I think, but I think that's probably where I would land. We'll we'll have to. And Texas does have a really good defense. I don't think people like realize that quite yet. I yeah, I mean that's the thing that scares me is like Texas is legit, and if you catch them on a day where they're clicking and Kansas can't score, it might get ugly. Yeah, forty to ten doesn't hit that over. Um. Anyways, you got any thoughts on this, Sean? Or uh, no, not a ton. Like, if I leaned one way, like. Oh, yeah, I guess it may be a little Texas cover just because you get into that weird second half stuff where I think they'll just maybe wear Kansas down. Crockpot um, on the Sol Verber. Verbal. Uh, Verber. You can get, and I guess, again, not not the magician that Gookin is on this stuff, but first quarter you can get under 13 and a half <laughs> for plus 105 if you're into that sort if you think... Whew, if you think you can get out of there with like 10 points or something like that in the first quarter, but that sounds that's, like danger. That's tough. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking at it as a game, that's going to be potentially point heavy. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Everything's bad. Uh, but it's, I agree with what Jake said early on on that is just the thing that scares you the most, I think is that it's Texas at home. And, you know, sometimes they just pull out ass whoopings there or sometimes it's just embarrassments. So you're rolling the dice. And and it's less, well, it's Texas at home, but it's also a Texas team that like, I'm not full on proclaiming them as like a playoff caliber team, but I think they're as close to that as they've been in a long time. Yeah, they've been looking what's, what's more Texas-y. Outside of the have. Bama game, what is Texas against the spread this year? Well, I, uh, I think they closed it. Two so. and two on the season. Outside of the Bama game, they have not covered. Or, oh, sorry. They have they covered against Baylor last week because Baylor's yeah. Bama. They also okay. beat the piss out of Baylor, so. But we're we're taught we're Baylor talking, might be bad. They they beat Wyoming by 21, 31 to ten. I mean, they beat Rice thirty seven to ten. Didn't cover. I mean, you're talking about teams where they literally probably play two quarters worth of maybe worth of starters and right. They beat so them and then it's threw hard. Backups. It's really hard to like those are two teams where you just they're not trying to. Sorry. <laughs> All right, I have my phone being dumb. All right, 
Indiana, Maryland. Um, Indiana's a 14-point underdog. Over-under is 50 and a half. I think, I just take Indiana here. I feel like they've been covering all year. They just kind of stick around. They're not going to win the game. I don't have a great feeling on either of these teams just off the cuff, to be honest, but. Yeah, I mean, that's the only game Indiana didn't cover was going toe-to-toe in what, double overtime, triple overtime against Akron last week. Um, yeah, they're, they're three, so, three and one. Yeah, I I think if I'm going to bet that I'm going to take Indiana, I'm not sold that Maryland's some great team that's just going to take it to Well, they just beat the shit yeah. out of Michigan State, so. Well, but you know, it's that's Michigan State. Like, we'll – We'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, that's a team that is now now officially losing their head coach. So, I don't know. Officially now, finally. The line hasn't much, moved really at me. all. It's You're sitting, I think, I mean, Maryland's Maryland's won the last two, but they won them by a combined eight points. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I don't know that with the hook, like two touchdowns and a hook. I don't know. Were you seeing the hook? Yeah, I got fourteen on DraftKings. Oh, sorry, I was just looking at what action had, and it's dis- it was displaying fourteen and a half. So I don't know exactly where that's at, but um, man, maybe it, the fourteen. I would take Indiana, but pretty pretty much everything on action is uh, Maryland and the under. We don't talk into a Big Ten under. We discussed it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's a gross game, but also at two thirty, there's not a whole lot going on besides that. I mean, this weekend's kind of rough. I mean, let's be honest, this weekend's kind of rough. I mean, also about two three though is the Baylor versus US. Uh, sorry, Baylor at Central Florida. Baylor's a eleven point eleven and a half point underdog over under fifty five. Central Florida's going to just boat race them. Yeah, I, I will certainly not be betting on Baylor to cover anytime soon. Uh, Nor will I. Yeah, that's I have I have minus eleven and a half underlined pretty sharply. This uh, this will be a really interesting uh week to watch UCF and Central Florida. Yes, Central They Florida. prefer that, I've heard. <laughs> they love that. They love being knows uh, a it, directional it will... school. <laughs> directional Florida. Um we should start be on that. Directional Florida. It'll it'll be interesting <laughs> Because it'll be like Baylor has been just bad. I don't know what Aranda had. Like, I don't know what's happened there. I stepped in some Baylor outside a few days ago. It was great. But it'll be <laughs> it'll be uh, an interesting measuring stick for directional Florida to a Big 12 team that's not any good. Um, and see house. how they stack up. Yeah, it's yeah. Baylor's gonna score like ten points. Gonna get destroyed. Interestingly enough, I don't think there's probably a lot of action on this game, but there's quite a bit of money versus bets on the over. I don't know that I trust that unless you're gonna say that 
uh, directional Florida scores a bunch of points. So back to the game before this, Indiana and Maryland have hit the over in seven of the last eight games. So, but combined, yeah. they are 15 and 22 in the first half unders. That man loves him some first half. Numbers. Yeah, he told me it's gonna be all about he's, all about. Cord. He's he's good at he's he's been really good at it too. So he's probably leaning into it, and he'll probably get worse at it since he's leaning into it. <laughs> good thing we don't works. keep him in check. Um, can't fire the only man I'm paying. Have to, oh, wait. Have, to have to start <laughs> have to start making him uh, give official picks so we can track him. All right. Um, Illinois goes in the Purdue's a. Uh, one point underdog over under three and a half. I heard something on some podcast today where you should fade Purdue after Wisconsin games. Hmm. Well, I think Illinois is just bad. So I think they're both bad. I think they're, yeah, I think this is where we drop one of those do something better with your day. I think this is in every, every I mean, I'll everybody, be everybody's betting right this, but you're going to give me a total in the 50s for these two shitty teams. Like, Two shitty teams killed my in bed yeah. unders five times last Saturday in Ames. So, <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> I need to make that house payment anyway. But yeah, I, I agree. 52 and a <laughs> half is a lot of money for these two teams. Now that I'm looking at it, that's ridiculous. I mean, even if you go by the most points Illinois scored in a the game, they put 30 on Toledo, they won by two. Purdue put 35 on Fresno State where they lost by four. Yeah, so the the thing about this, yeah, you're I mean you're gonna I don't know, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get these teams into God, what, 28, 25 to right. be around. And it's that? not even and maybe Purdue they had, do. Maybe they just shittily go back and forth with touchdowns and field goals all game. And that is, yeah, it's the one scary thing of just shitty football is just turns into just gross things happening and Purdue seventy yard touchdowns and is four and five, four four and one in their team totals on the under. So I guess I guess I could see this game. Well, I don't know about the to- the. That score, but like Purdue lost to Syracuse twenty to thirty five. I don't know that it quite does that, but yeah, I. I don't You're know. soon to be beating oh, right. Clemson, Syracuse, and that's Syracuse. right, and that's a, yeah. Uh, and you have thirty eight to seventeen against Wisconsin, and like all of that's fine and dandy if you want to look at it that way. But like, is Illinois an offense? comparable to Syracuse or Wisconsin. And don't get me wrong, those are not world-beating offenses right now by any stretch. But gross-ass 230 games. Now, you make make me pick something on that game, it would be the under. Yeah. uh, Flip flip a coin for the, if you want to pick a side on the spread, I guess. Uh, This is one of those, the fourth quarter starts and it's nine to three and you're cashing that ticket until it goes into 17 overtimes going for two and somehow it hits the over or they trade like three touchdowns back and forth. Right. And forth. <laughs> this is a game that if you bet the under you're going to know halfway through the second quarter if you're dead or not. Like probably it'll be 28, 21 or 17 to 14 halfway through that second quarter. And you're like, well, I'm, I'm screwed. That was cute. Kind of go Iowa state versus Oklahoma state game. When like it's like, oh, oh, it's, it's 14 to seven at a uh, well, 10 minutes in the second. Yeah, that was fun. 
Um, I'm dead. All right. Moving on to the Big Ten, Big 12. Houston, eight and a half point underdog at Texas Tech, over under 50 and a half. Texas Tech has no quarterback, and they're still eight and a half point favorite. I understand Dana is a dead man walking, but no idea. I think I want the uh, under in this one. I think I'm going to, I think if you made me pick, I would take. Texas Tech to cover that, but I don't love it. Well, here's every, bad. Everything says is on the under on Action App, yeah. um, which is kind of scary. I think, yeah, it's... When Pershing is open, it's like 11-point favorite for Tech. Yeah, it's dropped. It's I think I The over-under dropped five points in three days. So yeah, I'm assuming I, I, if, that... If you're going yeah, to make, make me... You're going to make me pick. I'm going to take Tech to cover, and I don't feel great about it, and that's all I really have to say about the game. Tech, all right. Anything? All right. That's – I mean, <laughs> I, I told you I don't like this game, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't, I don't. like it either. Um, Real quick, we got to discuss Wyoming and – not Wyoming. Hawaii and UNLV, even though it's in the daylight. Does the daylight uh, Hawaii game even get the drop? Will, it's literally in the middle of the day, but uh, we can at least drop it. UNLV is 11-point favorite over under 59.5. How are you 11-point underdog to UNLV? I can't promise I'm taking him to cover. I'm taking the under, though. We're going under here. Um, I feel, um, yeah. I, I, almost 60, 59.5? Yeah. Really a lot of points, and you're and you're, you're going to say you're going to say Hawaii is going to lose somehow lose by eleven. I mean, maybe there's something we don't know about that, but goodness. Yeah, I mean it. It is from what I've seen, the line hasn't moved really at all. So like it's that's just what the line has yeah, been, open and I don't right there. Did Hawaii win last week when they were they were minus three? I don't. Yeah, I was they, all, yes, yeah. they pushed. Yeah, they won by three. They won by three. They opened that game very terribly. I think they got down ten nothing or fourteen nothing. Listen, early. We, we've Less got a whopping man. we've got a whopping twenty one hundred bets that are tracked and input on this game. It's that's small. But Hawaii, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty small. Uh, Hawaii has a sixty three percent money on thirty three percent of bets lean at this point. So, uh, yeah, don't, I don't. Don't necessarily trust those numbers, but yeah, I mean, UNLV's numbers on the year are not impressive. Like, yeah, they covered against Michigan, but like that was week two when Michigan was on their second head coach. Hey, of man, the year. they're four. They're four and zero on the season. They are four and zero. They beat Vanderbilt four straight up. Yes. Um, they put up forty five on UTEP. Oh, wait, how much? Wow. Is, how, how much? Ryan, Vanderbilt. Well, and so UTEP. UNLV beat Vandy. And Hawaii yeah. lost to Andy. Yes, they did. Sure. Yes, they did. First something like the law of something or whatever. I, well, I mean, sort of. That's In that case, though, it should have been UNLV was plus four and a half against Vandy at home. Hawaii went to Vandy and they were 17 point underdogs. So I guess somewhere in this in the it's it sort of balances out if you go by basically week zero odds and yeah, staff. Just, ta- just take the under. Yeah, take, <laughs> the, under. take the under. All right. Um, 
I'm going to do a game that on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about the Iowa State game, Iowa State game, anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> don't bet it. Um, no. um, I, I mean, I'm betting because I think they cover. I would say it's a 20 point underdog at Boomer Sooners. The over under is 48 and a half. It's a crazy low over under uh, in this game, in my opinion. Iowa State plus 20. I mean, they're not going to win, but I think they're going to lose by 10. Um. So the problem with this is. Um, You're a bad Oklahoma's. Fan. <laughs> I'll admit it here. Yeah, I am. I don't trust it. I'd say. Oklahoma's defense is there. He's finally, man, last year for them was such a shit show with everybody that left and everything. His defense is not easy. It takes, takes a bit to like get everybody figured out. <clears throat> Their defense is good. It is, it is getting to be on par with what you would expect. <clears throat> and their offense is um I don't know that it's world beating, but it's it's good it's good enough. It's a, it's dynamic you, enough that You don't believe in Rock Hard Rocco, that's all right. I, Rocco is not listen, listen, Rock I, Hard Rocco. Li- listen, the the problem for for me in this game is not Rocco. The problem is if you say Rocco, you have to go throw the ball sixty times because we can't run the ball, or we, which won't happen. What they're going to do is they're going right. to run the ball into the middle of the line twenty five times, and it's not going to go anywhere. Great. And so then Rocco is going to have to be throwing it into a defense that can. Uh, uh, not rush ten or nine, on, right on third and, and actually nine co- and actually cover, and you're gonna make that kid not make mistakes against a good defense. And I, I, this is, I mean, we we've obviously had these conversations throughout the week of, but they they aired it out a little bit last week. They let Rocco throw the ball. Like it looked good against Okie state. Some things worked, some things didn't. They also still made some opportunities to just slam it right into a line that can't run block to save their life. Um, against one of the worst run defenses in football. Um, and unfortunately, I think we've learned enough about Matt Campbell and crew that this is a game they're going to come in three point underdogs and it's well let's play it safe let's play what we think our game is now. well sure uh, and it's let's play our game and you know let's beat them our way and their game has apparently established the run so I just I have faith. Yikes! I don't know. There's that a chance Oklahoma, they maybe learned their lesson. I just don't. Oklahoma's think leaving. They did next year. Okay. They didn't look that great against Cincinnati. I watched a bit of that game because I was really rooting for Cincinnati to lose a game so we get some cheap tickets to that stadium. Every game Oklahoma plays against a Big Twelve, actual Big Twelve team, they're getting their best shot. They want to make them leave. I don't think Oklahoma's that good. I don't think they're that good. They haven't played shit for anybody. You give me almost three touchdowns. I, I, I think you're being a little strong on that. I don't think Oklahoma is like um, playoff good, but Oklahoma is 
better than the way that you're stating it and going to Norman. Listen, I do I do I think that Iowa State gets beat by three touchdowns? No. But am I willing to bet that? No. No, I'm not. Um, I think right. if I'm going to bet anything on this, I, I would bet the under and assume that the defense has kind of went out. Uh, I don't trust Iowa State to put up three touchdowns in this game, and I don't really expect the defense to give up four touchdowns and two field goals or whatever. I mean, the most Iowa State thing ever would be us in Ohio next week, last week, and then keeping up in a field goal to Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's still losing. yeah, you're yeah, you're not totally wrong there, and yeah, it's I. I don't necessarily disagree with you, and yeah, I have, on the same I have page to see. I have to. I have to see more from the Iowa State offense to efficiently move the ball against a good, decent to good defense before I'm going to expect them to go to Norman and win, or right. even bet on them to cover. That's cool, bad fans. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the look Jake is giving me right now. <laughs> All right. Michigan State is a 12.5 point underdog at Iowa in Iowa City over on their 36.5. Hate it. Let's about a little stat that I hate in this game. Our boy uh, Narber told me this earlier, and now I can't find it. Michigan State team total under. We were Eight and a half, right? What is, what is it? Yeah, I think something, something like that. Totals of 37 and a half have gone under 81 and a half percent of times since 2011. 22 and five. Ten, ten and a half. Michigan State is not scoring, unless they get absurdly lucky, they're not scoring more than 10 points. I like that bet. There's no way in hell. Also, like the I, under, Iowa is going lie. to anaconda them the whole game. This game could be 0-0 going into the fourth quarter. There's so I, I'm I like that Michigan State team total. Um, my only concern with the under is Iowa doing the Western Michigan game. Oh, so yeah. I lost my... No, no, I I do agree. I actually think I actually would not be surprised, and I've said to multiple people that I think that Iowa might thirty point Michigan State, and that's why I don't really like the game. Because and and that's the thing is like here's as as much as everybody's made the jokes going into the season, but now we're four weeks into the season. You got shut out a game. Brian Ferentz is going to have to start chasing points. He wants. Oh, He's already doing I, it. I, I don't think. I don't think it really. I, it's like, a contractual obligation. They could have kneeled no, 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 the no, no, ball no, 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 versus no, 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 Michigan, and Stop. Hang on. Stop. The stipulation in the contract says if he meets the criteria, the contract stays. If it's not, the contract is voided. It does right. not say anything about him being fired. It also doesn't say anything about the fact that I think they're both going to be gone after this season, but that's beside the point. True. Um, I, I I really don't think that they're they give a shit about the twenty five points a game. I really don't like the thing that I th- think about this is Iowa when they are better than teams, they control games and they often just do what they want. 
They were very much not better than Penn State. They are very much better than Michigan State and most of the rest of the teams that they're going to play. So they couldn't kneel down against Western Michigan, and they had the backup quarterback in, and they for TD. Yeah, if you wanted to score points, you don't put the backup quarterback in. You keep the starters in and run the score up, Ted. Kate can't walk. He's crippled. So the backup's better than him? That's why the, the backup didn't start the game? <laughs> I watched that game and lost money on that game. I'm just telling you, like, if well, they want to run the, the, if go, they want to run the score up, they can run the score up. They don't, you don't put any backups in. You don't do anything. You just continue to try and beat the shit out of the team that you're playing. Unless your quarterback's Lieutenant Dan, which I think he might be. Then why'd he start? Because their backup quarterback's worse. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like getting beat to death by logic. It feels bad. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I really do. I really, it, I would not be surprised if they just, it's a, I don't know. They just anaconda them and it's a 35 to three game. And you're like, oh, how the hell did that happen? Right. Yeah. Also the, defensive touchdowns. Special teams, defensive. Yeah, there's the block. They haven't done in here much somewhere. Yeah. yeah. They've had some close calls, but yeah, not quite there. But they'll figure it out in the perfect ways to destroy you on a bet. But Michigan State's not scoring more than 10 points, so just go bet that. Yeah, and also to be clear, it'd be be hilarious if Michigan State won that game, as uh, Bud Elliott has predicted. say, there's people that have said that, and I don't think that they're sane, but... I mean, yeah, we don't, we don't, yeah. Keep our Bud Elliott takes to ourselves, (laughs) um... Oh, I'm just talking about based on that 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 uh, statement alone. He's not Danny. I hate needles, Carnell. But you know, yeah, that guy. Okay, we can need to talk about something else. All right. Um, West Virginia goes to TCU. TCU is a 12 point favorite over on a 52 and a half. 52 actually. I think TCU's just gonna boat race him. I like West Virginia won two games in a row. That's a good story, but. I don't know how I feel about this game. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I originally had down the over, but I don't think I believe that. I'm, I'm kind of surprised by 12 points, if I'm going to be honest with you. TCU's been playing better. They're still they're 4-1, right? Or 3-1 now? Sure. i I got to pull it up. I have it, have it They've only lost Colorado. They haven't lost anyone else. And they beat the shit out of fucking Houston last week, or SMU. One of those teams. One of those uh, Texas teams. I think it was Houston. Yeah, I would have been. I really wouldn't be shocked either way. I'm going to be honest with you. Most most of the action is on TCU. Um, Yeah, TCU 34-17 last week uh, against SMU. 36-13 against Houston the week before. Yeah, I don't know that I have a good hold on what TCU is at this point. I just feel like the West Virginia Cinderella story ends this week. Yeah, I, I listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that West Virginia goes to TCU and wins. I just I do think 12 points is a decent amount. I could see it being a 10-point game and like TCU fairly fairly well handles it, but yeah, it's it's sort of one of those kind of as something's got to meet in the middle sort of way because, look, you're like, TCU's putting up about 
what mid thirties a game. You got West Virginia, even in their you know, even with a couple wins, they have a fifty six seventeen win that's skewing some stuff, but they're scoring about twenty points a game. So it's I think maybe at this point, yeah, TCU maybe has just a little better, a little edge on that. I would maybe give 12 because I think they can win this by maybe two touchdowns, but, or even, you know, you can still get 13 in there too. Uh, I mean, let's put it this way. I'm not overly impressed (laughs) by them beating Pitt by 11 at home and Texas Tech by seven at home. We're going to discuss Pitt in a second before we end this podcast. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just saying, like, listen, I would not be surprised if TCU does win by 14, by two touchdowns, but I also would not be shocked if West Virginia keeps it close and it's a seven, six, seven, ten point game. I, I wouldn't bet West Virginia to win it by any means, but to keep it like at least competitive, I, I would lean that way. I'm not going to disagree. I don't, I don't, I, I, I'll trust you. I don't, I don't know how to touch this game. I think Neil, like Neil Brown, is still like no matter what. You have to remember that, like he's fired. That, that dude, he's coaching for his life right now. So like, he's gonna do everything he can, even if he's not winning, to like make it look decent. <laughs> so right, right. just I, I try. Think look at I'm trying. <laughs> I think it, I, I think he's done regardless. But I think I think it ends up that he's done no matter what. I think that's correct. But but at least they beat Pitt. Um. Speaking of Pitt. Hey, he got back on the plane. Oh, I guess he didn't have to get on a plane, but he wasn't. He got to walk out of the stadium and go home not fired that night. So. It's true. Uh, Pitt is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at West Virginia Tech. Give West me Pitt. Virginia Tech? It's pretty sure it's Tech, isn't it? It's Vautech, yes. You know what? Fuck you. All right. Oh, there we go. We're past the Downson line. We're past the Tom Downson line. It. I, I finally got it. Um, <laughs> give, me, give me Pitt. And that's also the other game I'm looking at for my sickle under. I under, under also under. like Pitt. That is one that I wrote down. Minus two and a half. You know the Narduzzi line is hot shit anymore. Oh, it's awful. Um, um I like Pitt in the game. I also like under three and a half. That's because you guys all that Michigan. Well, at least your internet waited until <laughs> five minutes in to go to shit. It was like you're discussing Pitt and Vodtech. You're done. <laughs> you're far enough into this. You need to. It's like, uh, are we really discussing this, you idiot? Yeah. Now that that literally that was one that I have written down of like others that uh, I think I like, and I'm I'm at the least very intrigued in, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to bet that one at least. So. I feel yeah, like there's no, I got no idea on that. That's because eh, you're not sure. Why not? Virginia Tech's not that great, so why not? Did we miss any other big games that I'm missing? Um. So I I've got I have like six written down here. We don't have to touch on them all, but I want to touch on Notre Dame at Duke. Um, yeah, I is, hate that. Uh, I wrote down plus five and a half question mark. I, at the least, I'm very intrigued by that game. I don't know if I will lay the, or if I will take the five and a half. Uh, I don't love it, especially under the two field goals. Um, but I, I like I'm wildly interested in at least watching that game. 
How do you? Uh, Duke has been fascin- like fascinating. How do you coach one of the top five jobs in the country and have 11 ten, players on the field? 10, pl- ten players, two, ten two, players, two, two plays, the last plays in a row. In a row. Yeah. And apparently it happened earlier against some nobody. Yeah, they like last couple weeks ago or whatever, like the second, first or second game, they also had that happen. I feel like I like Freeman, but that jet, that job might not be him for him. Well, so the thing about that is, listen, does it ultimately go to him, like come down on him? Yes. But he has like, like you have assistants and people that should be ultimately paying it like right. Like that should be their job is like making sure you have the right players out there and the right. Right. Someone being a boo should be screaming in your ear. Yes. Only 10. Only 10. Right. You, you should have a person on the field that is like making sure the right players are going out there, as well as someone that's up in the booth, like counting and making sure everything. There's right. also the level of you did this two plays in a row on the two yard line out of a timeout. Right out of a timeout. Yeah. And it's just that's kind of a catch-all for everybody involved needed screwed up bears some responsibility yeah. for that yep. and that's which again if they would have pulled it off man what a story you get to tell but <laughs> yeah, right. um but but you didn't so uh no. yeah i don't know that's a notre dame's an interesting one uh, once it, yeah that's they've got obviously have talent they're always going to have talent, but it's interesting. Man, it's, are you going to go win these games? That's what matters. And well, I mean, it's it's a letdown potentially off of that game. Um, I mean, I know that it's a loss, so you can could claim like focus and stuff. But man, Duke Duke is right, impressive. The their back their, game sort of thing. Their quarter, their quarterback is like he's legit um, from everything I've seen. Yeah, um, I've heard a lot of jokes about how like he'll be in Alabama come next year. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, You're telling me Duke has themselves he, a Danny Jones Jr. again. Yeah, if he ends <sighs> up somewhere else, I, I don't know anything about him, so I don't know. I don't know how that really talking uh, shit about Danny Dimes. All right, all right, I've got one more. Uh, Florida at Kentucky. Um, we discussed it earlier. Did you, well, I didn't discuss it? I, I missed it. Sorry, I was distracted. I was going to say, but earlier, so. I know you brought it up. We flew through. It I think Florida quick. wins the game. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know. I wrote minus one and a half question mark. I don't even know that I have a lean, but I'm wild. That's another game that I'm very interested in seeing how it goes down. Uh, it's kind of a non-traditional, uh, good team versus a team that is supposed to be good, uh, type of thing. So I, I'm, I'm really, really excited to watch that one too and see how it works out. So I'm excited to watch none of these games except for the late games. Yeah, well, only one. That's just only other one. Yeah, uh, I had just down LSU, Ole Miss. I think that'll be. Uh, I'm a little intrigued on what old Lane Kiffin can pull off there at Ole Miss this year. I think he can win that game. I do too. Um, over under 67. I feel like that's a touch high, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, there was a stretch there where Ole Miss unders were were a principal bet. And then uh, late Saturday, I said, I don't. Uh, I'll make sure I phrase this correctly. I think Washington's very good. I think Washington a wagon. against Arizona is. Washington is yet to not cover. Yeah, I, I wrote I, that I down. I think they're going to whoop that entire conference this year. Like, 
I wrote that one down. I'm too, worried that but... Washington has, I think, USC next. Or they have somebody next. It's pretty tough. Um, so look ahead. It's Oregon, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they're going to have to play Oregon at some point. Um, so it very well could be. But yeah, I think I think Washington just whoops the shit out of them. To be honest, and I'm, but yeah, I I I think Washington is probably probably the best team. Yeah, I or, mean, they're, or well up. I mean, it's going to be interesting to no, see. They have a bye next between, week between Washington and then they go to USC. Oregon. Yeah, um, well, yeah, they're going they're going to cover twenty. It's not yeah, I, oh, yeah. I mean, I wrote it, I wrote it down as as something that I, I will probably have money on that, but oh, which yeah, is ASU because so... Arizona's been decent, but still. Well, that's why it's not twenty five or thirty. No, Washington is a to steal a term from currently a wagon, and sorry, the dogs are walking behind me. Yeah. Start off at 18 right now. It's 19 and a half. Yeah, give me, give me the Huskies. I think they're going to... Under yeah, three I think touchdowns that's gonna against be a... Arizona, that team? Yeah, I'd probably take it. Take it Even though it's, they have a terrible record at Arizona, I saw, I think, three and three and ten straight up or some shit. Yeah, I don't... Arizona's usually not bad, and Washington only every once in a while has its years, so... Right, Washington that hasn't... Really mean a lot to me. ...been this kind of Washington in quite a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to keep betting Washington until they don't cover. I, I think I've covered every game. So yeah, Not since those Jake Locker days, you know? Uh, <laughs> and Jake Plummer ain't coming up against Arizona. Was he Arizona State or Arizona? Where's Jake Plummer? I believe he was Arizona State. Yeah, I know he's a mushroom. Uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's going to live forever. Aren't so we all? Simon and stuff. Well, when we eat that uh, Skyline Chili in a few weeks, we are. All right. <laughs> Till next week, I am Ted Flint. You can find me at Ted Flint, Kansas, Jake Voss, and Shantez. I can't think of their Twitter handle off the top of my head. Jake underscore Voss underscore. Yeah, and Sean is S-M-E-F-N? F-E-M. F-E-M. Yeah. S-M-F-N. And at landlogspod.com. Um, that's where you find our picks for this week and our cash crops and our flyovers and our uh, Mexico under. Yeah. Have a good weekend, boys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss Grind on the Tilgate Society Podcast Network. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I have thoughts. I'm an hour in. I got to finish it tomorrow. I have an hour. I'm an hour in. I have thoughts about that movie. Should be fun. Uh, yeah, there's a person in that movie that has not shown up yet. He's in the main credits. And I have a big discussion about which one fell off the earth worse. All right. <laughs> Anyways, till next time. Life's too short, bet the over. Later, guys. Peace out. See ya.